Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fiction, the podcast that revolves around one central theme, stories and the people that tell them. We'll talk about movies, TV shows, video games, historical events and weird news headlines. There's really no topic we won't touch. But it doesn't stop there. If you've got a story, something funny or random that may have happened to you or a friend, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. Until then, it's story time. Hello and welcome to this episode of Stories, the True and the Fictional. This is not a fancy uh, fancy intro because we both couldn't think of one. <laughs> it's not that we couldn't think of one. It's just that... Have you ever had a day that is so hot that you go to sit down to think of an idea and then your brain goes... Bleh. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And that was me today. Like I, like, I had a concept this morning. I was thinking, okay, that's a cool concept. I should turn that into reality. And so I said, look, I looked at the time. The time was, say, 10. I was going, oh, plenty of time to write that down. I'm going to have a quick nap. So I laid my head down on the pillar, as you do. Mm-hmm. Woke up, and it was 12. And I was like going, that's no, not that too long a nap. And so I laid my head back down. And then, laid, then here we are. Um, now, there was some <laughs> in-between bits <laughs> in between that. <laughs> But not by much. Yeah. But look, because this is the last episode of the year, I think we can be a little bit chill, you know, about it. We can be uh, a little more cash. It is. It is. And, and what a year it's been. Yes. Um, as always, this episode is brought to you by Rebecca Cast's Castles. Castles. <laughs> Rebecca Castles. I'm sorry, Rebecca. I'm that far out of it. And the Rising Dawn series. Check it out on Amazon. It's in Kindle. It's in paperback. Um, and I hear that she's working on some Henry Cavill, Cat Graham stuff. I hear, and absolutely. And I'm very excited about um, one, the one I like, the idea initially was a short anthology, which is basically multiple, mm-hmm. you know, very good, multiple stories. Yeah. And I like, and I like that idea basically, you know, but I'm now leaning more towards maybe maybe an arc of some kind and i do like what you mentioned last week about you know potentially you know their their, their unfortunate souls through the his, through history constantly mm-hmm. like wanting to be together but being denied by you know the, the you know star-crossed lovers and that, that that scenario but that yeah. would involve a lot of planning on rebecca castle's part in terms of you know <laughs> mapping out you know how could you know where would they first meet and how does the reincarnate how does the the myth and the law around reincarnation work my thoughts on that one is basically when they die uh, our version of the nondescript heaven because you know it's, we're trying to sell a book here you know, nondescript yeah, yeah nondescript <laughs> nondescript heaven with angels lowercase a and michael lowercase, <laughs> lowercase m sees the, the you know re basically the whole concept would be basically there are like 10 billion souls and when someone dies, they just basically go back up, come back down again. But they, because of the pain of their, you know, of the unrequited love that they keep finding each other in every single time they go back down. And I think that would be a good story, packed full of, you know, implied incest and, you know, the usual <laughs> smut that Rebecca can, can provide us that no one else can. But I think she can provide the emotional writing required 
uh, for the depth. For the so, obviously, so, obviously, so you want emotional smut, essentially. No, look, classy smut. Classy smut. Oh my! Well, they're British, so it's so, automatically me, more look, classy. Okay, but let me put it this way: the kind of smut that if someone was to take this and just remove all the smut, they would still have a very solid, ah, you know, yes. Netflix film. Yeah. You know, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's a P. It, it works as a PG and and it's enhanced. MA. It is enhanced <laughs> by the by the nakedness. Yes, I'll, I'll say I'm not not denying that. Yeah. But it but it would stand alone as a Christmas Netflix special. Okay. Cool. Well, um, I look forward to hearing from you, Rebecca. Um, and uh, we can work on that together, scheduling it. Interesting. I think I think that's important. So, Jamie, you talk to a lot of authors over the. You interview quite a few. Who's your favourite? Oh, <laughs> wow! Wow! Um, um, is it the one that pays the bills, or is it the, another <laughs> random one? This is a this is a test. This is a test to say. No, look, I. I yeah, look, I I'm I actually am yet to read much of Rebecca Castle's work. I should because she sponsors us. You but, know, that's, um, that's I'm surprised that she hasn't called you to task on that more because you know, I said to you, it's not your typical werewolf book. You'd probably yeah. like it. Um, I have a few copies on. I got my copies on mm-hmm. my phone. I don't know. I don't actually have a Kindle, but you know, I just, I just went to my phone and went, you know, yeah. download. And then, like, you know, it came. So I was like, ooh, ooh nice, cool. nice, 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 nice. Yeah. And like I said, I, you know, I have a wife uh, who and the sisters who read books of some, some not, not exactly his books, but, my, but, you know, other books. Yeah. Um, and so I do know that mostly in these sort of, it's, it's, it's wrong to label them female genre, but, you know, it's, you know, when a male writes a fantasy book or sort of like a romance book, it's only about, human gets trapped on another world with a harem like in, 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 yeah. you know, in, in, in various states of this particular if you go to audible if you look up harem fantasy there's like there's like a thousand mm. books so that's normally what males yeah. write about but females write more about the you know single person some of the romance angles but rarely do they but they normally sort of create um the female character as a very blank canvas so that the um female reading the book can basically interpret her as the person that you know the hunky henry cavill is you know mm-hmm. wooing <laughs> but in her book there was a very strong sense of who the female character was and actually and that's what sort of made me continue on rather than just going female book yeah <laughs> um so a challenge for you jamie and you know i'll make it your new year's resolution <laughs> um which essentially is you know Sample the sponsor's product, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, no, I, I will, I will, I will. My, my problem is that um, I don't read much. I just, I just don't read much. Like I got a stack of books that I want to read, and I haven't gotten to them yet. So I just, I need, I need to make time. But I want to get, I want to get Rebecca's book. Um, one of them. Now, probably, the, probably the first one. And and and. Where could you get this book? If now that you're going to take that plunge, Jamie, where will you go to purchase oh, this book? I will go to Amazon because Amazon. Mm-hmm. I'm a hard copy guy. Oh, you'll you'll I'm actually not, you will actually purchase the the book book. Books were made to be opened and 
and flicked and perused, not scrolled. Interesting. So you That's are a that. hardcover man. Yeah. If I had to, if I have to like, use that terminology. Yes, I am. Um, no, so I will probably when we finish recording, I will go. I will grab a copy of the first book in the Rising Dawn series, mm-hmm. and I will check it out. And I will. I will let you know when I've when I've read it. And I'll let you know what I personally think. But I also want to, because he is a regular listener of the show, Martin Kearns. Shout, shout out to Martin Kearns. I, got, I'm gonna, I want to get a copy of your book too, um, Valor Valhalla series, um, because the new cover that he showed us on our recent interview, um, freaking amazing. Um, Interesting. What is this book? Beneath the Veil. It's the Valor Valhalla series. Um, he's got two in the series. I don't know if the second one's What's out it yet. The... Uh, it's called Beneath the Veil. Beneath the Veil. Um, yeah, Valor of Valhalla. Valor of... Is what it is. Um, the series is called. Beneath the Veil, Battle of... Okay. Interesting. And tell me, and what is it about? Like, I mean... You know what? I will read you the synopsis. That's the cheap way of doing it, but okay. David Dolan thinks he's already got the world figured out. But when a collapsed bridge plunges him into the icy Hudson, he's pulled deep into the deadly realm that exists between life and death. And with his earth, earthly form trapped in a coma, he's vulnerable to the horde of demons hellbent on his utter destruction. Traversing the road to the afterlife, David seeks the wisdom and skills he needs to fight the demonic forces raining havoc on his allies above ground. But as one hellish threat closes in on his defenseless body, David must defeat another terrifying fiend waiting in the shadows to use him. Interesting. Can, can David escape the world beneath the veil in time to stop the bloodshed? Beneath the Veil is the gripping first book in the Valor of Valhalla dark urban fantasy series. If you like reluctant heroes, infernal myths, and bloody epic clashes, then you'll love Martin Kearns's formidable foray into the unknown i do enjoy all those things so all right i might have to check this one out as well so all right i think you've, i think we've very clearly got our homework you check out the actual sponsors and i'll check out some of the other books you've you've you, you're you're um you're, you're providing the audience to mm-hmm. there you go martin you got some free promo on this episode for now um, for now, but um, nah. Look, look, he's he's great. I will he, check it out, but because you know, I because I, I've actually spoken to Rebecca and like Rebecca, I'll come back and give my <laughs> opinion on, and I won't. And you know, I might not hold the nice game. I won't. <laughs> yeah. Now, look, we've talked to a lot of people, and and I genuinely, I you know, I there we haven't had any bad people on. I guess um, a lot of there's a lot of great authors out there that are um independently publishing or, or some through a publisher and that seems to be the way of the that seems to be more the way of the um is that the is that seems to be more the way of the books these days isn't it to go well, the independent route no well it's easier it's super easy to publish your own book like it's insane how easy it is um well this- i mean to publish it yes to come up with the idea i would say i think those would be a lot of people we're still write, writing right now saying it's very difficult because yeah, not, maybe, well, maybe not the yeah. maybe not the, the writing, publishing itself. Now, well, look, the writing 
if you're good at writing, then it's either the point, the point is once you've written it and getting it out there, it's pretty easy to do yourself. Once you know how the problem is the marketing, right? Like getting people to buy it. I mean, I have, I've been pretty like, I checked our book sales on letters from the Emu wall, plug, plug letters from the Emu wall. Mm-hmm. We've, we've sold about 30 books in the last month. Okay. And That's we don't, we, we don't market it. We don't advertise it. It's just there. And people just stumble across it and go, oh, bother. That's weird. Yeah. You know, um, weird. But you, but you know, come September when you, you, when you move to a publisher, obviously, I would imagine you will start, prom- you, you will actually will start promoting it probably. <laughs> yeah. 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 I will. Um, I'll, I'll, yeah. But I, I, yeah, I think it's out at the end of next year. Um, the, the updated version with updated new version with, with new, new artwork. Art. New artwork, new newspaper designs, um, and and it'll you know I'm looking forward to it. I, are, I, you gonna, are you going to remove some of the stories? No, no. Really? it's, it's we're, we're just adding to it. No, but you want like um I think some of the feedback from the actual reviews saying that there were some stories that seemed obsolete. Oh yeah, but like when you if if okay if you're on picture that they're, they're not emus, they're humans, right? Yes. We've, we've and, gone over this. <laughs> You'd still be interested in reading soldiers' letters, wouldn't you? To see that's how true. how they think and like that, like because that that that's what it's like. So you're always going to have letters that are that are relevant. Yeah, um, and, and I think I think it's really um, because they're like, I think they're like you know as we we're writing, I think the original concept was just you know random letters of the email yeah. war, yeah. but then obviously because. You know, we're Hamilton fans and we, probably, <laughs> <laughs> we sort of wove in this tale of, you know, Edward uh, um, Ed Longtoe stepping down and passing on. He's not like, you yeah. know, showing him how to, how, yeah. showing him how to say goodbye. And it's all the yeah. thing that we sort of like, yeah. I was like, I, I can't I remember um, saying to you uh, when I was actually writing that going, how do we do Hamilton but not do Hamilton? <laughs> yeah, no, well, look, and, and, and it works. Like, because, because it is, it is a par- parody yeah. of, you know, Ken's of the Ken, Ken Burns documentary about Hamilton. Of, oh yeah, it's, yeah. it's you know, you could not avoid you could not avoid the the Hamilton references and the presidential re- references. There, I am. Um, I had one person who saw it. I would say, like, how can we that we didn't reference more Australian things like um, Eureka Stockade and other sort of sort of Australian rebellions? And I'll be completely honest, I don't know enough about them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it would have been uh, really, it would have been a really short book because do you know how long the Eureka yeah. Stockade so lasted? I did. I actually did in high school, year 11, 12, I actually did the American Civil War, so I do yeah. know a lot about that. I do yeah. a lot. Of, I also know a lot about. We also did the American, uh, the Revolutionary War as well. So I am familiar more so with these topics than I am with Australian history, which yeah. is why I think the book turned out to be a little bit more like. And that's funny. Like that, that, that's funny. Of because course, course. you know, and Australia is a multicultural, you know. The one thing that I that I think like no hindsight's twenty twenty. One thing I would really like to do is um, handwritten some of those letters the way they used to do it in the Civil War, mm-hmm. which was because they were they were sending one letter and it was only one letter, and then they weren't no we weren't sure if they were gonna when the next one's gonna come. They used to write cover to cover, yeah, over the over the back. And then also even down on the indexing sides, they used to continue mm. on with their writing. And that thing was just chock full of text. Yeah. And I was like, that would be cool to include one of those, but it's so hard to, that would basically, yeah. that would, I was like, oh, so hard to do because like, 
I was looking at some of the Civil War letters going like, that looks so, like, that makes sense. Like, you're sending, it's not like texting, you're sending yeah. one letter. You don't know when the next yeah. one's going to come. This yeah. could be literally your last yeah. letter you're ever going to send. Yeah. And so they had to pack as much <laughs> into it yeah. as possible. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's also, it's, a, it's an amazing tale about, so if you want to check that out again on Amazon, um, buy the physical if you like owning books, but also it works pretty well as just a um, digital as well. But if you'd like to hear about the one time that Australia lost um, mm-hmm. a war to a bird, um, <laughs> check it out. And no, I'm not exaggerating. Uh, Australia is, you know, one of, you know, all its military losses in history. Mm-hmm. You know, we had, we had Gallipoli, which, yeah, yeah it's lost. And I know we'd no, no, like to say we were very brave. You say that when you lose, if you're, you're yeah. very brave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you say that when you yeah. lose. Um, you know, the Viet Cong, the Viet Cong beat everyone. So that's not, that's not, that's not a bad, that's not yeah. a bad thing. Yeah, North Korea was a draw. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then obviously then in one of the L columns, yes, birds. Yeah, but like, I, to me, it makes no sense that we, it was an official war. They got medals and everything. Um, uh, it's just hilarious. Like, I mean, this. And like, as much as we'd like it to be like Captain America or um, you know, uh, Endgame, where there's two, you know, armies lined up. No, it was it was it was four four guys and twenty thousand birds. Okay, that would be a better movie. Or like, you know, hey, look, we may be asked to do a sequel to this book. If it if it does well, so. if it does well, I already have a plan. I won't. I won't. I won't, <laughs> okay. I won't, I won't okay, we'll we'll talk about it off. I won't, off, I won't off put air. it on air, but I actually do have a plan um, for a sequel. Um, and you've and and if you, if you if you'll enjoy if you like you know Clearwater Credence in the Vietnam War, then you'll <laughs> like. The, 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 <laughs> we're just gonna do all the wars. <laughs> then you like this idea. Um, I don't. I know. I know that would give you a bit of a time skip, but. I think we've covered the, that the, era. The world's out. The world's our oyster. I mean, look, yeah. there is there is no sequel to the actual war, so we can you know do what we want. You know, well, you know we'll, uh, we'll talk. Yeah. We'll talk about it off off, um, off, okay. off, off air. But it's a very good. You know, I do want to send. You know, much like James Cameron, it's very good to do so every now and then a good environmental message about things. Mm-hmm. Speaking of James Cameron, ah yes, um, we both went and saw the Avatar movie. Mm-hmm. Avatar two. Now, the reason why we saw this was because, I, well, one, I wanted to see it. Um, mm-hmm. I, uh, I was like, going, hey, let's go see Avatar. And um, our friend, uh, Mike, who is probably the biggest Avatar fan I've ever met, was very much like, um, was more keener than I was. And I was pretty keen, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he was more keen was, was you know, shocking. Um, but then we took Jamie along because, you know, Jamie was like, going, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you, you know, yeah. he, he was like going, "I'll go if you guys are going." Like, I'm not gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna say yeah. no. You know, and I, and I appreciate that that level of you know enthusiasm in life to say like, <laughs> eh, you know, you know, that's like going, you know, uh, who wants who wants to join this cult? Jamie would be like going, "Well, I mean, if everyone else is joining, uh, I might tag along and take take a look." Nice thing, <laughs> but um, I'll let me give my first impressions. Obviously, one. We saw it in 3D, which I thought was odd because I, did, I thought 3D was dead. Yeah. There we go. Um, that's probably the best 3D you will probably ever see because no one's doing 3D anymore. 
Yeah. Um, but if you're going to go see the movie, I would say yes, go see it in 3D because it is. There are some moments where, where like, I was in there going like, "Oh, that's cool!" Like how, like with some of the yeah. perspectives they're doing, yeah, like, particularly like how you're on the ship. Yeah, like, yeah, and also yeah. particularly all the time where they're sort of swimming through the ocean things that were like, um, that really felt like you know the environment was there and like yeah. around you. And I thought that was much so much better than the first one in terms of that regards. Um, I thought the characters were better overall. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think it's wise to minimize Sam Worthington's acting to basically <laughs> short, sharp lines. Yeah, fight scenes and let his avid and let you know and let the CGI carry his role rather than yeah. having him act. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I thought uh, Zoe Solana was amazing. I thought she did an incredible job again. Um, but if I'm going to talk about the one thing that I thought was, and <laughs> let me talk about the two things that, that, that were, <laughs> let me talk about the two things. One, okay. <laughs> they had a marine biologist on, which was played by, which was played by um, Flight of the Concords guy. I can't remember his name now. Oh, that's who it was. Um, he's the guy that needs to be basically with Taiko Atiti at all times. Make sure. Oh, that he's okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Make sure he's right. Um, um, Jermaine, I think it was yeah, Jermaine. That's his name. He needs to make sure he needs to proofread Taiko's work, or else if he doesn't, the Taiko fails. This is this is this is yeah. the way. Um, <laughs> um, but it was just really weird. So they solved this whole unobtainium thing because that made no sense. They're going, you know. We're coming to this wall to mine this rare mineral unobtainium. That's the dumbest name of a thing ever. This time they're saying, hey, these whales, because of their brain chemistry, we, we extract a liquid that basically makes them, makes us, oh, sorry, gives us the ability to... Stops aging. Stops aging completely. And I'm going, okay, no, honestly, that would be worthwhile going to a planet rather than, you know, um, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. What didn't make sense was that the person harvesting and everything was the marine biologist. I thought they cared about animals. And he's like, going, yeah. yeah, harvesting the whale, harvesting the whale. But then he gets all snarky about going, oh, we shouldn't do it. Oh, it's all bad. So going, hey, buddy, you're you're doing it just as much as anyone else is doing yeah. it. Like, look, I get it. Like, you know, he's doing research and sometimes... I think he's trying to play the conflicted it's, angle. Yeah, no, but, he, look, but... he, he, I, and I think he played it quite well because he, he's like, you know... You know, there was an Australian that, that was basically like, you know, not my worst kind of Australian that I hate the most, which is basically, you know, uh, Jamie's Bo- kind of Australian. Bogan. Bogan. Yeah. 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 And I thought that played, played quite well on that one. Um, but it's interesting, you know, um, people still do hunt whales today. So I do understand the message they're trying to come across, which is basically going, hey, should we still be doing that? Mm-hmm. And the answer is no, not really. Like yeah. seriously, like yeah, because we have electricity. Um, uh, yeah, apparently like, they used to use whales for oh, look, their the, oil. The, the, yeah, the oil and the blubber makes sense. There's a million other yeah. ways we can do that that doesn't yeah. involve us harvesting a, a creature. Yeah, that has shown signs of family intelligence. That yeah, whilst not at the level of a human, you would say is you know way superior than any other animal. So then you'd argue, should we be doing that? So yeah. again, that's actually, I actually thought that was a very strong message in that movie. Mm-hmm. I also liked that it was against being a pacifist. I'm a big fan of basically <laughs> the, the James Cameron's like going, oh, look, look what pacifism gets you. Death. Mm-hmm. There's only one way to solve this with your fists. And I like that <laughs> because I like a good action yeah. film. Yeah. The one thing that I thought was really stupid 
was that they tried to get a 60-year-old woman to play a teenager. <laughs> and her, and yeah. it was just so stupid. Yeah. Like, if they want her to just... If they wanted to make the avatar look like her, if they still wanted to have her do the mo-caption, fine. But just get another person to do the voice because that... Yeah. Like, Hi, Mo. Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, have you done your yeah. taxes yet? I mean, oh, damn, I'm a kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like going, wow, that was bad. Yeah, um, it was... Like, it was really bad. Uh, your, what are your thoughts, Jamie? Yeah, no, look, look, look. I think the only thing it really has is the visuals. Like, it, it is a visually stunning film. Like, you can't deny that. And that's the, the reason. Much like the Stargate episode I watched today, mm. uh, the one where they go to the planet and they're addicted to the light. Oh, that's a good that, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, like this, like you watch it and you can't you can't look away. I, I James Cameron was wrong. I didn't need to pee. And if or maybe I did need to pee, I can't remember because I was, you know, you just visually this is incredible. But again, the story was a bit cliche. Mm. There were no surprises. Um the uh yeah, I I just can't, he's just James Cameron is so bad at coming up with names for things. Um, because I, um, I like, yeah, well, un- unobtavian or whatever. Okay, dumb. yeah, look that's at, that's look. dumb. And then, and then there's three rocks, and he's like, What do we call these three giant ocean rocks? Well, there's these three rocks in the blue mountains in Australia called the Three Sisters. Well, all right, we'll call it the Three Brothers Rocks or something. And I'm just going, Come on, I don't, I don't on, know on, if that was a on. direct theft of Australian. It had to, I reckon that that is the Australian guy that played that douchebag killing, killing whales, the whale killer. I reckon it was his idea. And James comes like, Yeah, that's good <laughs> because it's just, I just, some of these names, I just, they're just, they're just stupid. You um, know, look, oh, oh, I will, you know. I will agree that the names are, yeah. No, look, I, I can't. I can't. I was going to say I was, trying, I was just trying to defend that. I was like, no, I can't defend <laughs> you, you, that. You can't. It, um, but, but um, the names were, yeah. No, look, look at the, at, the, at the same time. Look, it. I don't regret watching it. I didn't hate it. You know, um, it's definitely a movie you watch at the cinemas, and and that's, oh, look, uh, that's, and, a, that's and, a good and I thing. Hundred percent agree that it's one of those ones that you should see at the cinema. And I am somewhat happy that they have now broken even on there. Like, so apparently yeah. they've crossed, they've crossed the, like, also I do question the logic of trying to making a film that costs a billion dollars to break even. Like, yeah. I, do, I, like I just really just, that just makes me make no goddamn sense. But again, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, again, I'm not James Cameron and James Cameron, you know, to his credit, like to, 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 all, to all credit is, you know, one of the, greatest of all of the filmmakers that we have in our generation in terms of you know iconic moments in film so again yeah. you know he obviously knows what he's doing so I'm not yeah. gonna question that but if you a better thing but hopefully because he's filmed them back to back yeah that means that the production costs that that this the billion to break even was to cover both films which means that the second movie will be pure profit would be well, you know, there'll be marketing costs and you know, visual effects yeah. costs and things of that nature, but yeah, it'll be a large just you know, just profit for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. but this movie, I mean, if, again, if this movie goes gets to about two billion, that's going to be very good for him, like it's going to be, yeah. you know, um, that's it's not going to get it's not going to get to 2.7, it's not going to get to 2.8, you know, no. but 2.4, no. there's not really anything coming out yeah. until like February, 
yeah. in the movie. So like saying say, say like two point four seems like a good number, and he should be and like two point four saves the cinema industry. Like basically, you know, that's, yeah. <laughs> like like yeah. we got so used to basically watching everything at home in the comfort of our, our underwear. Yeah, but, you know. I do find it interesting. I do find it difficult to go to the cinema. Like I really do. Like, yeah, like I'm it's like, when's it coming on Disney Plus? When can I, when can I just buy it? I'll just buy and it. Like, and, you know. and like you know, I used to go to the cinema that's twenty minutes from my house all the time. Like if I sort of wanted to see something and wasn't sure, I'd just go down there and you know see it. But I haven't been there in ages. Like there just hasn't been anything to that makes me want to go to the cinema. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and that's the thing, isn't it? That we're at that weird time now where, yeah, cinemas are dead. Well, you know, yeah. deadish. Well, look, maybe maybe Avatar is could be the movie that brings everyone back to the cinema for the time for a time being. Yeah, at least for the next nine months while it's in the cinemas. But um, I think it's also important. <laughs> um, I was hearing some other people saying it's in. Um, it's important because. Um, they needed like the cinema, like big block, big blockbuster movies can't just be superhero. Yeah. Um, and I do, and I, and I hundred percent actually, I really agree with that. I'm like, I'm actually like very much on board with like going. Yes, I like you. We need other like again. I I love DC. I love Marvel. I'm very interested to see what James Gunn does with you know the new yep. DC. You know his. Cinema, cinematic universe, which mm-hmm. is going to be a brand new cast, which I'm like, mm-hmm. we'll again, I'll get like, is that the benefit of the doubt? So I will give him the benefit of the doubt on that one. Yeah. But all movies can't just be superhero movies. Like, yeah, 100%. Just, but, like, we, we need uh, other things as well. That's yeah. going to be like, we can't just have like artsy movies that go to the Oscars and superhero movies like yeah, <laughs> like, like, you, you, you need you need that that middle middle ground you need, well you need middle things but you also just a variety like so what like, you're saying you know. wait, 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 what you're saying is 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 this current cinema is pretty much like like old-timey england maybe mid, middle ages where it was like you're either poor or rich there was no middle there was class. No, yeah there's no in between yeah so the blockbuster you know is almost like the middle class between the like superheroes or or whatever's making the most money. Yep, yep, I agree. And um, and so I think that's so I think that's a very important thing. Yeah. Um, well, I read an article that that said basically like Avatar and Top Gun Maverick show that we need other movies because they I agree, were so, no, I, so no, successful. I, I, I agree, hundred I love again. I I didn't want to like Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> But 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 god damn that Tom was Cruise. a yeah. I hate Tom Cruise, but that was a fine goddamn film. Like yeah. You know, and, and, and I'm glad that people now see like, yeah, we need, you know, sci-fi, we need, you know, military action, we need, you know, other things apart from superhero. We need yeah. and, and also not to not to put a final point on it. We need other things made by not Disney. Although <laughs> yeah. having said that, Avatar was made by Disney. Having said that, it was actually made by, <laughs> it was filmed whilst like under Fox, so I'm not going to sure if I'm going to count that as Disney. Yeah, like it was a Fox production. But what you but do you think? And as much as I like Top Gun, do you think that was a bit of a fluke, or do you think that was it? That was intentional. Like, I think a bit of both, a bit of both. But it was definitely needed, I believe. Um... Oh no, 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 like. That was, 
it, it you know I, I don't have to be like all hyperbolic but it's like that was one of the most, one of the most important movies you know <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that we had because yeah it was basically saying it doesn't just have to be superheroes yeah. yeah and and you know like i think i think we know that the superhero movies are getting a little fatigued at the moment superhero fatigue is a real thing um 100 I, I do i do i do agree that it, it is a thing that we are getting fatigued of in the superhero movies maybe not so much the superhero movies just but the, but the people making them maybe i don't know i'm not sure if that's the yeah well i think it's almost like we need a couple of years off <laughs> you know you know between Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, like a like it's a break. Like, yeah, because but imagine if Endgame was the last one, and it was just like this epic finish, and then it just kind of oh, no- see, nothing yeah. for a little bit, nothing for a little bit. As much yeah. as I, I loved loved No Way Home, Spider Man No Way Home, you know, mm-hmm. it would that that space, time to, you know, take it in. Because after I watched Endgame, I was I was in silence for a while. <laughs> I was just You're like, right, and you, you weren't know. interested in watching other films. You weren't like going. You weren't like going. Yeah. Oh my god, what's next? <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I think I think you're right. I think a um. What would you call that? A period of pause, a grace. Like, what would you what would you call like, what, intermission? What? <laughs> Maybe intermission, or uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, a, 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 a break from. Um, a break from the superheroes for a period of time. I'm not saying yeah. permanently, just you know, yeah. put them in your pocket. Um, and I've and I've heard um people say the same thing about Star Wars. Well, and whilst I do agree with that one as well, I just think they just need to make good Star Wars again. Like you know, yeah. Well, but like Star Wars has always had a gap between. Yeah, correct. You know, it, it was never. It was never like you know. You, you're right. It was more that your um, your superheroes was more like your weekly TV series kind yeah. of thing, where like you know, um, which and, which I get, but then also now I'm like going, eh, let's 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 pull back yeah. a little bit. And and even even with James Bond, the biggest gap between Bond movies was Pierce Brosnan and uh, what's his name, current one or the one that's just finished. Just finished. Uh, Craig Daniel Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like the and they needed. I think they needed that gap because when he, when Daniel Craig came back, everyone was like, "Holy crap!" Well, yeah, that's awesome. that's that's because they had shit the bed so badly with um, Pierce Brosnan's last films that yeah. you needed a break. Yeah, and I do feel bad for him because it was not his fault that those scripts no. were terrible. Yeah. Like he wasn't there writing that, going, "Oh, that's a good joke." No, yeah. but like yeah. they just got more ridiculous over time and then got terrible. You mean you mean the one with um, Starship Troopers girl? Uh, what was the name? Uh, you, you know what I mean. I, Huge knockers. <laughs> uh, well, that's not her name, but no. I, I do hear you know who you mean. And her yeah. name just for some reason eludes me. But yes, yeah. yes, her. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because she was like someone called Christmas. I'm the oh, yes. And I swear they probably just named her that for the jokes. Yes, for the joke. That's a funny joke. Let's call her Christmas. <laughs> Oh look, I am not saying that they didn't. I'm saying that they did that 100. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you know, it's like I don't want to give them the benefit of a doubt on that one because it's like you're right. It's just that's what they did. Yeah, 100, 100. percent Um. So, uh, 
for this episode, I guess we're going to be talking about the highlights of this year. Uh, the highlights of 2022. 2022. 2022. The things we like. As 2022 is, as they say, in the bag. Yep. And um, yeah, so why don't I hit you up with some some things that happened this year that we may have missed? Mm-hmm. Um, one computer game related and one Florida related because I, I feel like I need to to do almost do a Florida segment because when I look up the weird news and, and funny stuff that's been happening, most of it's coming out of Florida. Outstanding. <laughs> um, but before I get Continue. to Florida, before I get to Florida, <laughs> um, okay, this is something that happened in 2022. So apparently, you can order real life Domino's pizza in Elder Scrolls Four Oblivion. So this is what the article says. It says, old games never die. They just become uh, festooned with an increasingly bizarre series of mods. This one, created by a modder named Nikki's, allows you to order an actual physical Domino's pizza to your home by chatting to an NPC. It does wow. also... Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you've got to put your credit card info and all, all that play panel, um, you know, pay, pay, pay or whatever. In, mm-hmm. into it but you, you while you're playing Elder Scrolls you can walk up to an NPC and then order a Domino's pizza and then obviously goes through the internet and then the you know someone comes to the door with the pizza that's dangerous because games look those guys need to go outside every now and then <laughs> yeah. As we know from Skyrim, we as we as I, I as I, we know from actually being Skyrimers ourselves, we're not saying you know we're not saying oh look at those nerds because you know we fell oh. uh, headlong into that category. Yeah. So I'm not yet, but yeah, like I don't see that as a that seems dangerous to me. Yeah, like I, like I, I don't want to be one. Of the, I don't want to be one of those guys <laughs> who's like technology is destroying the world, but that seems dangerous. Yeah, like I mean, there's there's a reason that we only did Skyrim weekend once, <laughs> because it damn near broke our minds. <laughs> oh, it did. It was so bad. Oh. Like I couldn't. Like I was like walking outside felt weird. Yeah. Like looking and, looking at the scenery was odd because it wasn't right because I just spent yeah. you know several hours you know hours and hours running around as a barbarian. From my understanding, eating food. That that day, I just sort of shoveled it in my mouth and was really not really alive. Yeah, and um, well, we took we took the the dining room table outside, and we all sat outside. <laughs> yes, because of the and, need of going outside. That was and all, all we could hear was um ambient uh... and the ambient fucking <laughs> yeah. All we could hear is the ambient fucking sound. Like, yeah. oh yeah, that was bad. Yeah. No, look, no, one hundred percent agree. Like, um, as as. That's an interesting one because, yeah, you know, modding never dies. No. Um, but I know that if you talk to um, Bethesda, they don't like that because they have, like, that makes them no money. Yeah. It's just re- it's, that's also really funny. They're going, uh, how's it feel to have this really successful thing that you that everyone's doing, but you're seeing, like, literally nothing from it? Is, and, is- you know. Is that why that when they released like one of the anniversary updated versions, they put all the mods on it? Yeah, because they want they want to make yeah. money. Yeah, like, and they were making and you that you make no money from that kind of thing because you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but look, 
that was again that was a revolutionary game i still say that now like that game yeah. really like um that's one of my fondest memories playing that game still and it's one of the like even now i'll turn it on every now and then and have a bit of a play because it was yeah. that good because of you oh, know yeah. it was fun it was one of those good solid fun games 100 percent um all right, yeah. let's, let's, move to, let's move to Florida. You ready to go to Florida? I am ready to go to Florida. Okay. Well, this is this, is, this happened in uh, Palm Beach, Florida. Mm. Deputies with the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office responded to reports of someone screaming for help at a neighbor's home on December 29th. Um, well, this is 2019. Um, after showing up to the Lake Worth Beach home, the deputies soon discovered that the supposed victim was actually a parrot named Rambo. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> so, so the parrot was screaming, help, let me out. <laughs> help, let me out. Um, you know, and then it turns turns out like the, the owner um, intro- like introduced the parrot to them and said, oh, it's a parrot. Because the parrot was like 40 years old. And when he was a kid, he taught it to say, help, let me out when it was in its cage when he was a little kid. Um, so, like, oh. so occasionally the bird just screams, help, let me out. <laughs> That's awesome. That is like, awesome. <laughs> I'm not even mad at like you'd be, you. Know, you wouldn't be even <laughs> mad at that kid, would you? You'd be like, going, you know, what? I'm not even mad at you. Like, that's no. amazing that you've done. Wow. But yeah. I can imagine how annoyed the police would be. Yeah. Like they would be like going, okay, so we just wasted our time. Yeah. Chasing down the lead because this person taught the bird a really stupid <laughs> thing. <laughs> well, that brings me to to okay. If you could teach a parrot to say anything, what would you teach it? Good question. And you can strategically place it in places if you want. I would I would teach it to call out a bunch of random numbers. <laughs> and then I would find like one of those like cafes or butcher places that have the number system and then I would just put the bird there. <laughs> 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 Six. Exactly. Six. Yes. Just, 22. Yep. 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 You know exactly what I'm doing with them. Or you could sit in front of like a table, like, like you know, lot of numbers. Or, oh. <laughs> pick your lot of numbers. Oh, there's a million things. Yeah. Random numbers. That, that'd be. And you'd, you'd say, well, what, what fun would that be? And I'm going, no fun for, no fun probably from the workers there, just, but for me, like fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's like um, what's it? What is it? Oh, there's some some comedian who said like people don't realize how much power they have with a bike lock. <laughs> like you could just walk up to a store, you go, "You're closed today." <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, you what, yeah. what would you teach? What would you, what would you teach oh, a parrot to do? No, oh, like I like the num- I like the numbers thing, but um. Oh, I don't know. Maybe something horror, horror-like. So I'd have it like in a dark alley, in some dark alley somewhere, mm-hmm. and and um, you know, like maybe say Bloody Mary or some some horror thing. Um, the the other thing I'd probably I'd probably just teach you to say Stargate stuff, like Jack <laughs> <laughs> 
if we're teaching an animal things to speak, I'd actually, I actually wouldn't want to do it with a. I would actually want to do it with a, with a raven. Yeah, because um, they, they sound more human like. They sound more human, and they do, and they can do way more sounds. Well, what about a live bird then? Um, I don't know. If I'm, I'm not sure how you can train them, but but I know that ravens are just really like you yeah. can like you can train a raven like, no, well, to basically with, go, hey, hi. Yeah. No, with with live birds, you you just have, you have it has to be prolonged, like prolonged, like because uh, you know if you know about live birds and how, how they mimic stuff, um, you know there was one that a uh, friend of mine. He worked in aged care or, like yeah. a, or a nurse, nursing home somewhere and they got a um, note notice from the council saying we're doing roadworks over here so you may hear some trucks from time to time. And then like three months after those trucks had been there for a month or so, they heard trucks reversing. And then, and then he wandered into where the, you know, cut through this little bushy patch and then uh, found a live bird going beep. Just doing the truck reverse, um, so they only have to have to listen to it for a little bit. Um, and I don't know if you heard about the probably a month ago at, at the zoo. Um, Trong, I think it was Stronger Zoo. Um, and the there was a live bird telling people to evacuate. <laughs> <laughs> it <just> kind of, <laughs> evacuate. It was like doing the human evacuate. Um, uh, yeah, they do babies crying, you know. Um, that's awesome. So look, I love I love the lie bird. I love the lie bird. Just how because you just never know. <laughs> um, yep, yeah, endless possibilities with a lie bird. Like, yeah, you, could, you could be in the middle of the bush and you could hear something and you'd be like, "That could be a lie bird." Um, That's that'd be also stressful because you don't know what's real. Is that stressful though? Not really. <laughs> I mean, you're more of a bush human than I am. So bu- I'm more of a bush human. Yes. It sounds like a fantasy creature. A bush human. Bush human. It is. You okay. go into the bush more than I do. So uh, yeah, but bush human. Yeah, more than more than you, but rarely. Uh, unless unless you I mean walking through my car. Walking through my car is kind of bushy. Mm. You know what I found out recently? What did you find out? I mean this blew my flipping mind. Okay, you know I park under a tree and birds just crap all in my car all the time, right? Yep, yep. I washed a car and they wait for me to wash it and then they poop all over like, consistently yeah. do it. I figured out that if you put a f- rubber snake on my car, they don't poop on it. Really? I've been doing this for about a week. Not a single poop on my car. Does it have to be a good rubber snake or like I ten ten I got a ten buck snake from Amazon. Okay, so you don't you don't you don't get like a you don't need to, and apparently apparently you can even you know you know the sunshade that you stick in your windshield to make it you know less hot. Yep. You could you could get a picture of a snake on that and that would work too apparently. Wow, birds are dumb. But yeah, but I just no, I'll be it. Like I got a I got a snake that looks real. <laughs> it's like black, um, like a red belly black kind of. Um, snake and it's okay. like it, it has worked 100 that and, oh man that's interesting yeah no it's just it it's life hack you know it's just like this is amazing what where has it been all my life <laughs> i park under a tree i 
would not have thought that would work. I would have thought that eventually, like an owl would just come by and like take it and be like, "Hey." Yeah, well, no, they, they, <laughs> I think I think the birds that are intelligent, like kookaburras, um, they're also the birds that don't poop on your car. True. So a kookaburra will probably land on my car and look at it and go, "Hmm, that's not that," because I've seen kookaburras fly off with snakes. Um, and yeah, I know, hundred percent. Like that, those kind of animals, I think probably won't get like but then you know, i i'm not i it doesn't, it doesn't sound like those are the pooping tree kind of animals right no no the the ones that poop in my car are carawongs they're very annoying and if if uh if we had lots of guns in australia like we they do in america i would be out in the front every every morning just firing into them the tr- firing into the tree outstanding you know, screaming would like you be firing randomly or with some accuracy? No, nah, just randomly. Of course. Um, like, and and I'd be screaming like Spock did on um, <laughs> episode nine of <laughs> Star Trek: Strange New Worlds, which is bringing us round to our, our topic of awesome things that we discovered in 2022. Ah, uh, yes. Um, where are you? Where are you up to now? I finished it to, uh, just today. Finished it. Uh, now, I'm sure. I'm assuming. I can with it goes without saying that your dad was thrilled to bits with that series, right? That was that's not oh yeah, no, he, he, he loved even... it, but yeah, but he um he needs subtitles, and I don't have subtitles, um, you know, so he missed a few things, but he, he got the gist. Wait, and, but, and wait, oh, 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 that's right. You don't you don't have, you don't have Paramount Plus on your Amazon, do you? No. Get Paramount Plus because it's only like six bucks extra. No, I'll we'll buy the DVD when it comes out in March. Okay, yeah, 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 because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's DVD worthy. Oh no, no, hundred percent. And I'm very, very confused because I, it's something I'm completely conflicted with. What? One, it's Star Trek, and I like it, which is weird. That's weird. And I know, right? Two, I know, right? Num- like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm like a Trek fan now. I was like, going, yeah. <laughs> number two, um, IGN gave it a ten out of ten. Yes. I I never agree with IGN. I, I rarely agree. No, they're they're very wrong all the time. And I'm like. But there's nothing woke about this series. You know, no, no, this is just this is just classic Trek. This is just yeah, like as it I should just... be. Um, like it doesn't have to be woke. Because Star Trek was always fairly a liberal in terms of its concepts, in terms of you know, yeah, the, we've solved well, we've solved, we've solved you know, into turmoil, and yeah, you know, we've we've built utopian societies, and then you then you know, um, and then they're going around to these planets and they're trying to follow the prime directory by not interfering, but then they're also going like. They're literally eating babies. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like yeah. should we like let them eat babies or not let them eat babies? Uh, maybe let's just convert to convince them not to eat babies. Yeah, yeah, it's a, a little less in your face than Stargate. No, Stargate was your culture is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, how, how can we convince you to change your ways? <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, that was. Yeah. So that obviously, you know, Star Trek, that's just the US military, yeah. like, dicking around. But you see this yeah. one where they've obviously figured out that and they've got, like, systems in place where they're saying, yeah. you know, we can't we can't interfere yeah. with them in their development yeah. of the society. Yeah. Even though, you know, even though the, one of the coolest times is when, um, I think it was the first, I think it was, like, the first episode where Pike did just interfere. He went, fuck it. Like, he just went. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, oh, my gosh, aliens. You know, and that was really cool. I really liked that first episode where it was, yeah. Um, you know, like they're like this planet 
very similar to Earth, but they're like, oh my yeah. gosh, aliens, like the Starship Enterprise is the first, oh, you're just like, yes. Yeah. And it's cool. I really like that it's that it's early on. Um, you know, like like you know, first contact kind of stuff. Yeah. And I, really and I cool. like the and I like the message you were saying, which basically saying you are teetering towards civil war. We've been there. We had our we had our World War Three. Don't mm-hmm. do like you know. We learned we learned from that. Don't you know? But that we learned from that at the cost of you know, countless lives. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the introduction of a young Lieutenant Kirk? Oh, I I, I loved it honestly. And he nailed that. Like the, oh, the, that was... like the casting in this in this show is phenomenal. No, I lo- I love him because he's obviously a Vampire Diaries uh, fame. Uh, so he's he's so he actually he so to bring it back to our other conversation, he's actually <laughs> met and also worked with Cat Graham. Oh, so like oh. he's royalty in that regards. <laughs> so anyone that's been near Cat Graham <laughs> and anyone that's spoken to Cat Graham, well, he, he's worked with her for quite a number of of, of years as well. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, that, that say that, you know, um, because one thing, one thing that, you know, I think is for people when we see the, the, um, Star Trek, cause you know, the sixties version is very campy and you know, very cheesy yeah. and, you know, it's like very, very fun, but this sort of emphasized what was meant to be what they was trying to do, which basically, cause which is Kirk was like the rising star of yeah. the fleet. And he had all the potential and all of the thing, and um, and, and you know, Pikes obviously looks at it and notices it. Goes, oh, yep, I'm gonna bring him on yeah. as a lieutenant. Maybe tamper down some of his more cowboy behaviors. Yeah, <laughs> try yeah. to like, like tamper down that yeah. that recklessness. But then you know, and so that's great. But then that's and that was the whole point of um, JJ Abrams' one was basically taking. And doing the accident with his parents that would make him not go to Starfleet, and then that's why yeah. he's that's you know that and then having to restart the journey, because it's yeah in the original timeline, yeah he was he was never met, he was never a bumbling idiot he was always, he was always he's always was basically the you know the yeah. height of Starfleet, but a touch basically cavalier in certain circumstances <laughs> yeah and then they showed I thought that, I thought that showed that uh, extremely well so you know yeah um, what did you feel about when that guy died? From you know, you know with the okay, so the... we're talking spoilers. Um, oh yeah, you know what? It, the show's it, been the show, you you were late to the show, so yeah. screw everyone else. Um, <laughs> it it broke my heart. Yeah. I love that yeah. character. It was yeah, that was that was was that I, were you were you just like going no? I was like screw you. you yeah, it was, and it, it was it was the best way to go out. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, making that, you know that, yeah, parting on words of wisdom to a. A lieutenant Uhura who wasn't sure if she's going to be a Starfleet person. He's yep. like, mm, yeah. Then, like, obviously, like, giving her that nudge in that direction. Yeah. That oh, that was, mwah, that was just, yeah. you know, it's really funny that you know people thought the Gorns were the most stupid-looking alien ever. Yeah. And this one, they've turned them into these like nightmarish, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like these nightmarish hunters. Yeah, thought, yeah. I thought that was, thought, yeah. yeah. I actually, I actually really liked that episode yeah. because it was like, yeah. Oh no, like, that um, was that, that was great. But um, there was a few episodes I was like, eh, like, like they just felt like filler, and I was, yeah, wasn't yeah. overly excited. Like the one where they're addicted to light, I'm like, eh. Um, and is then that because the... you also watched the Stargate episode that was very similar to where they're addicted to light? No, 
maybe, maybe, but then I watched the one addicted. I watched the Stargate one recent after I'd watched that one, so mm. I, I hadn't even thought about it. But there, there was that one, and and the fantasy one was uh, it just weird. It felt out of place. Mm. Um, yeah, but did you? Um, but I mean. The fantasy one was a very much a throwback to the sixties. That was very much just oh, yeah. a, and, and and also I think you could also tell that the actors were having a lot of fun. Yeah, like like oh, the, I, the I, character who played Pike was looked like he was having an absolute ball. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like but I know. also feel like that kind of episode is too soon in this in that series to do that kind of episode. But I think they weren't sure if they were going to get another one, so I think they were sort of yeah. like going, "Let's just do this because we have." Yeah. But then I don't even know if they, I don't think they knew what they had in terms of what they did that show that like, you know, because yeah. that when they released it, sort of like Discovery was on the way down and we said, I hate yeah. Discovery. They said, oh, let's try this. Oh my God, this is, people people <laughs> like this. Let, let's let's try give people what they want. I know. Um. I know. Crazy, <laughs> crazy concept. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it was, it, it, it's interesting because um, obviously they mentioned Khan a few times and, and his people, yeah. um, which is obviously reference to things, portents to things to come with um, their, yeah. their, and um, honestly, with obviously yeah. Starfleet's very clear policy on human genetics, and yeah. you know you can't, yeah. <laughs> you, you can't yeah. make yourself a super soldier. Yeah. But I, I honestly, like, I, I'm weirded out at how easy it is to transform an actor into like a Vulcan kind of thing. Like, because when they did Spock with without his Vulcan ears, you just look completely different. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah like, yeah. and you just it's just just pointy ears changes the changes uh how people look it's also a bit pointy ears the weird shape of the eyebrows i think yeah. as well yeah um and the um yeah the weird shape of the eyebrows and the um, the mannerisms very much would be yeah. the thing a key part of that yeah. as well because he's great he's a great actor yeah um, no like like he couldn't have done like they really nailed like zachary quinton um Quinto, what his name is um yeah. this guy i think they really nailed um Spock well in terms of you know getting that yeah getting that casting right yeah hundred hundred percent hundred percent um what what else have we loved this year Chris well let's brief briefly I'll talk about it briefly because Jake you didn't like it or didn't you haven't watched it yet um cyberpunk um edge, edge runner. runners yep on Netflix. The thing that basically revitalized uh, cyberpunk after that series, everyone goes, "Okay, cyberpunk. Where's the next? Like, let's go. Let's more, not more cyberpunk, more." Because it was exactly what the game should have been. It understood, like it, it understood the concept. And what is even more funny is like all the stories that came afterwards, where the Western studio was talking to the Japanese studio, going, "I don't think you can do that because I don't think it fits." I don't think you know it's it's you know it's problematic, and the, the Japanese studio is going, "Don't fucking care. We signed a con- you signed a contract. Our decisions the final. Meh. Mm. <laughs> We're doing what we want." Then like the the character they thought was problematic is everyone's favorite character, and it's like going, <laughs> "Oh, so you know, apparently if you just write a character, that's good, you know, and maybe you, maybe you're overthinking what you people would view as problematic is probably a bit too much. <laughs> overthinking. They've, they've been on Twitter too much. Um. I think I think so. Um, <laughs> And, the, and, and you know it was really funny that they like in the, it was that was from an interview with the people from City Project Red like all, all like the the tell story t- um, team they were saying oh you know we said that we didn't like this character we thought they should change it the, the Japanese studio, like dug their heels in so we let them do it and everyone loves it I'm, I'm so shocked as they're going oh really like this is what's shocking <laughs> you about this 
But let's talk about... Um, it's been an interesting year for cinema. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's been too too many uh, good flicks, to be honest. Let's let's look at let's look at the movies of this year. I I wrote down a few that stood out. That um, you know, obviously uh, the most recent stuff I've seen, Spirited, the Will Ferrell and Brian Reynolds Christmas uh, Christmas Carol movie, fantastic. Um, Gulmero del Toro's Pinocchio, mm, yep, 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 using using um, uh, Jim Henson Creature Shop as well. Yep, yep. So that that was fantastic. Um, sorry, Disney, you failed yet again. Um, and uh, Gulmero del Toro did a better version of Pinocchio than you. Makes sense. As much as I love Tom Hanks, <laughs> uh, so let's talk about some other movies that were sort of prevalent in the box office so we've talked about maverick we've talked about avatar mm-hmm. jurassic world dominion a billion dollars made wow the box office so that broke a billion yep uh, cracked a billion uh-huh. um once again proving that people do like chris pratt regardless of what twitter says yeah. he is still <laughs> like he's the, the most likable guy he's still yeah. he's still very very liked yeah. good movie i like that i know that some people didn't like it as much as i did um yeah. But I don't know. I I think some. I think maybe they were maybe they were expecting too, wanting too much from their dinosaur film. No, well, but... I guess they all want the first one oh, forever and ever and ever and ever. Um, I still stand by the the first two. I love because that that was my my teenage year years yep. was Jurassic Park and the second one. Um, and let us not forget, Jamie, that third one gave us the greatest thing of all time. Alan. Alan. <laughs> Yeah, and and the dinosaur honestly, ate the cell phone. Um, honestly, that alone might give them like that alone is enough to like. Yeah, that alone. You say like you there, there's a lot that doesn't make sense about that movie. Uh, but it doesn't I, but matter. again, when when it came out, it was a fun watch. You know, it was okay. like you know, but when you go back to it, you go, yeah, um, yeah, and then. Jurassic World, I loved because um, that was just nostalgia fest. That was a great film. I thought that was a great way to relaunch the franchise. Yeah, man. No, but look, I liked I liked Dominion, and I liked the extended edition as well. Um, mm-hmm. It was a good way to end the end the series with dinosaurs living amongst people again. Um, yep, and I thought that was I thought that was like honestly, I think you couldn't probably end it. That was, that was probably the best. Yeah, like. I think, and, I think that was their way of saying, I think that was the director's way of saying, that's it, we're done. Yeah. Like, this is it. And and he had that, I'm pretty sure he said he had that ending planned before, you know, while he was writing the first one, you know? So he okay. knew he knew that, um, how he was going to end it. That makes sense. And that's good. So, that, that so he that's had, good. That he had a vision and it was clear to him. Mm-hmm. And then he was able to stick it, uh, basically, you know, as I would say, stick the landing, quote unquote. Yep. But um, one thing I liked about Dominion was obviously that they solved the Uber Raptor problem mm-hmm. from the first one, where they actually, and that, but you know, how they fixed it made sense to me now. I was like, that's, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. You know, um, another one with Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. So I think that, I think that one, we just had a lot of expectations coming out of like yeah. Spider Man. Yeah. And I'm not sure. Look, was it good? Yes. Could it have been better? Obviously. Yeah. 
but it wasn't terrible. There were still some fun moments in it. Yeah. I'm just not sure that Raimi was the right choice. Yeah. Um, and the Wonder thing, I know she was very popular with like, you know, WandaVision. The WandaVision was like, you know, was somewhat popular. Yeah. But I don't think it was popular enough to sort of put her so much into the like it, it wasn't, I don't think it did was probably enough to, to really carry that to carry that her as like the main yeah. villain. And obviously they wasted some perfectly awesome cameos and now we'll never get to yeah. see them in real life because of you know yeah, yeah. You know, whatever, whatever. Like again, minor, minor, minor things, but you know mm-hmm. again. Still was a profitable movie for Disney, so they should be very happy with that um, taking. Well, people like people love Benedict Cumberbatch. So. People like Benedict Cumberbatch. Now let's talk about another movie that was considered successful, which is The Batman. The Batman, yes. Uh, I've only watched it once, though. Uh, I watched it a few times, and I love it. Um, well, you know, well, obviously, I like it because it's different. It's finally, it's it's not the same Batman movie. Yep. I mean, yep. they're they're all a little bit different, but this is like, hey, Batman the Detective. The... This was the best detective Batman they've ever done because he actually was a detective. Like he was actually doing detective kind of things. Like, yeah, um, and it had that noir feel, which is awesome. Yep, and it, and it made sense um, how Batman got trained to be Batman in this one. Yeah, was that um, Alfred was ex special forces or something? Was um, yeah. So he referred to he referred to his time at the circus. Which is what they called MI6 at the time. Yeah, ah, cool. Yeah. So he was basically, yeah, he was he was former British spy, yeah. and so you know, so he trained Batman, and that made sense as well. How Batman fought, which is basically fear, using yeah. fear, like like the whole. I love the whole thing where basically he realized, you know, it's like I'm gonna can't be everywhere in the city. So do you um, pref- do you prefer that over him being trained by Ra's al Ghul? Him being trained by Razagod just basically makes him another League of Assassins person. Yeah. And like in the and like I think it's more mem I think it's I actually do like you know, I like I'm pro- I'm probably I'm probably sure there's some Batman people going Brian, Ryan, are you listening? Right, yeah. <laughs> um but I do like that he was trained by um I do like I do like I do like that um story arc because you know to me it makes sense. Like going, okay. Yeah. Um but then it's gonna have, it's gonna change Alfred because my favorite Alfred is Michael Caine. Yeah, it, yeah, it, do, it does you know? change Alfred to be a bit more of a, a bit play a bit more of a like a stronger role in it. Yeah, but also that also does solve some of the other problems with Batman, where it's like going, how does Batman get all this stuff? How does he get like yeah. you know, like you know, how does he know ciphers and things? Where like this one is like going, yep. Like he came, he woke up, and Alfred had already half solved the puzzle and gave it to him, saying, "Hey, yep, I've been working on this cipher. Here it is. Yeah. What do you think?" And then I like the whole recording thing that I had Whitney's eye things where it was recording. Um, Catwoman was amazing in this one. I thought that was like the best Catwoman they've ever done. Really? Uh, oh yeah, without without a hands down. Um, Zoe Kravitz was amazing as Catwoman. I thought it, yeah, could not could not do any better than what they did with Catwoman. Um, than what they did. One of my favorite, and obviously, who doesn't like the Zodiac Killer? They, 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 for some reason, they called the Riddler in this movie, <laughs> 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 which is it, 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 well, okay. That's not the Riddler how, at all. How, how, can, how, can, how like, can we? How can we like take Jim Carrey and make him not Jim Carrey? 
I mean, but then also Jim Carrey wasn't the Riddler. They just no, they, no, no. Yeah. They, they just they just went. How can we take the Riddler and make him Jim Carrey? Yeah, but with this one, they went. What can we do? I don't know, people like serial killer things on TV. Okay, let's make a, a serial killer. Which one's the best serial killer? Oh, Joker. How can you, no, sorry, um, um, Riddler. <laughs> let's just make him the Zodiac killer. And like, even the way the guy looked, they made him like look like the Zodiac killer. Yeah. It was like going like, okay, cool. I can see what everyone everyone goes. Yeah, that's where you got your inspiration from. It's very 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 clear. Yeah, that was a very that was a very very solid um, film, and 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 I know that there's rumors now where like Matt Reed says no, where my universe is standalone, and apparently there's also talks. Well, apparently also Warner Brothers might not want that. Yeah, and might just and um and apparently they're trying to cast younger versions of their other heroes, so eventually they could just merge it all into like, you know, and honestly. I wouldn't mind if they did that, but you know, mm-hmm. I don't. You know, I, I know. I know that's. You know, I thought his. I thought uh, Patterson's Batman was a very, very good Batman. Yeah. Um. I know a lot of people complained initially. Even I did it. I'll be honest. And they said, like we said, he didn't reach want to do training that much, or didn't feel he had to make his body look like a complete tank. But then also when you saw how he was fighting and you know the kind of Batman he was, it was like okay, that makes more sense that you, yeah. you're not, you know. You know that kind. You're not that kind of Batman, and, but also you're not that kind of Batman yet. Yeah. You know, you're, you're you're an early stage Batman. Yeah, it was like year, year two, isn't he? Yeah, year two. Yeah, but it, but the my favorite scene of and it's actually one of my favorite scene of all Batman movies now was the opening, where the, where like you know the, the symbol the symbol goes on. And then, like the guy looks into the shadow, and then just basically freaks the fuck out, even though he's even though Batman's not there. Yeah, it's enough. It's it's like that. Like it's a it's a, like seeing the symbol and seeing yeah. genuine fear, genuine fear, and going yes, this because yeah. yes, Batman couldn't be everywhere, but that's not the point. The point is he could be where you are. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so basically, it's saying to the criminals every single time you take you're doing a crime, you're saying to yourself. Is this the time where I get the absolute shit beaten? I mean, and also, like, let's be, let's be honest. When Batman does he does a beating, you're not just walking out there with a few broken bones and everything. You're walking out with like severe concussion, head trauma. Like, yeah. that, like he beat those dudes so badly at that train station that even the person he saved was afraid of him. Like, yeah. <laughs> so again, love that, love that film, loved it, yeah. loved it, loved it. Awesome. Um, um, a film that another one that came out, I didn't really see it. Did you see the Elvis film, Jamie? I did watch the Elvis one. What did you think of that one? Uh, look, it, 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 it's pretty long, but um, no, look, I, I don't know enough about Elvis to know if it's completely fabricated. It, it, it was made by Baz Luhrmann, so I assume everything was fake. Um, no, not, not, not everything. I mean, uh, look, I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, it was it's a very Elvis is a very controversial figure to do, yeah, um, because of. There's two schools of thoughts on Elvis, which I've been listening to people talk about Elvis now for a while, where they're saying, did he steal from um, African-American culture or did he just grow up in that area? And, you know, yeah, people, he had friends who were in that industry. But yeah. one thing that I think we can all agree on that the reason why he was signed was because they saw a kid, a white kid who played the blues music and they went, yeah. oh, we want that. But we yeah. don't want that in the. We want it in this color, not the other. Sorry, so I do agree that yes. Yeah. Why he was probably yeah. got signed was well, because they they be, yeah. They they well in the film they play into um, him growing up in that culture. Like yeah. he'd, he'd yeah. always he'd always sneak off to the gospel church. 
kind of kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but the one thing the one thing that I found out that wasn't in the movie that I was like, this should have been in the movie, and it's an actual true thing about Elvis, mm-hmm. is that I can't remember who who is it was his girlfriend or his wife at the, at the time, but he used to lie in bed with his lady friend or wife yep. or or whoever and do monty python skits because he absolutely loved monty python so this elvis lying in bed going what's your budget for brian you're <laughs> you know, like doing all this funny little uh, i don't know how that would have gone down but no i know sure. but it's like you know because what one of the the i heard one an interview with one of the monty python um guys not john cleese the other guy I think it's the guy that's on the end of, at the end of Life of Brian on the cross that goes, oh, yeah, yeah. always look, look on, on the, the bright, bright side. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that guy. Um, yeah, he, he said he found out that, that about um, that Elvis used to do their skits um, just in bed. Um, and that's, that's pretty funny. But yeah, look, it's an entertaining. It's entertaining. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, briefly touching again, this year we also saw two, no, I, won't, I won't call them disappointments, but I will call one of them a disappointment. So we saw Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which I thought that was fine. I'm not, I'm not going to say that was a bad film. Oh, no, but... It was, it was okay. Like, do, you it was to ruin, do you want me to ruin it for you? Yes, please please do. Do you want to know what the original script was? If So if Chadwick Boseman was still alive? Please tell me. It was a father and son... Apparently it was a father and son tale where he's teaching his son about the Wakanda way and all that stuff and then gets called off to like... War, war or some kind of you know threat and he's got his kid on his hip essentially by his side doing the, this you know kind of god of war kind of you know oh. teaching this you know like uh. that would have been amazing like honestly but um that's okay yeah. okay you know what i'm sad now that's fine yeah. all good yeah. um the other disappointment that we can all agree point was thor love and thunder again this oh is, <laughs> don't remind me this this has spawned this whole concept of let Taika Ratiti redirect. If Jermaine's there, then let him write. <laughs> if he's not there with him, yeah. then he can direct only. Um, yeah. And, was- and, and like we've said, we've probably said this a few times, he's great at adaption when it comes to, hey, here's a book. Let's turn this book into a movie. He's great at doing that. Yeah. Um, and I, I think improv works in some circumstance. Yeah, like when you've got a solid script. But you need a script. And then do improv. You can't just come in and say, let's do improv. Because, like, hands down, Ragnarok is still one of my favorite movies. Yep. But um, that was, yeah, then, but that, as, as we all know now, it was written by someone else and he just came in and, and shot it. Yeah. So, again, yeah. 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 But, um, and, and, and again, wasting a great casting. Christian Bale should have had more screen time. Um, he was fantastic, but he wasn't there enough. Yeah, he was he was fantastic. I thought he did a very. I thought like that like like that opening gave me hope. That opening was amazing, <laughs> but then his whole entire plan, as as we've discussed it before, was stupid. Yeah, gods don't care about anyone. They're selfish. I'm going to kidnap these people because I know Thor, the god, is going to come save them. That doesn't that <laughs> doesn't that then defeat your purpose of gods? As, and then also also what they did with, yeah. with the gods and Zeus was a, what I would consider a. Literal sacrilege. Travis sacrilege um, <laughs> to do with the god of thunder to make him like dancing his little skirt going bless <laughs> bless for me like um, no that's the god of thunder and yeah. even in the Marvel world he's like a big fucking deal like yeah <sighs> again maybe maybe Taika Waititi like decided that we need to have a fat we need to have twelve jokes per minute and just like nonstop yeah and like you know how we have Korg 
let's do that with everyone. <laughs> you know, oh. everyone needs to be that ridiculous. You know, like no, no, no you know, you know what it is. It's like so he threw a dinner party called Ragnarok. People yeah. ate the steak. That was amazing. They, you know, they had the chicken and everything. And then he served <laughs> dessert, and the dessert was called the cold chocolate cake. And people ate that. He went, "This is that was just a, a truly. I didn't expect that. That was amazing." And he went, "That's what they want." So the next meal, it was all chocolate cake. <laughs> <laughs> and then he went, "Why don't they're going? No, 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 no. That's good in moderation. Yeah, you've got to you earn. You've got to earn <laughs> yeah, the chocolate cake. <laughs> you need the other pieces." Yeah. As well as I like that analogy. Like the chocolate that analogy. cake. Yes. Um, uh, I know when my brain turns on, I, it does do things. Just to, today, <laughs> my brain was like going, "It's too hot, Chris. Fuck off." Uh, <laughs> like it was like, "Fuck off." We'll work on your. We'll work on an amazing poem next for next time, which is yeah. yes, it's next year. Next year. Next year. We'll crack off the year with a banger. Um, yeah. yeah. But um, um, what about we, C- Sea Beast? Remember sea C- Beast. Sea Beast. I remember Sea Beast. I can see why, like Netflix went hard after the Pixar guys who left Pixar when they were angry. Mm-hmm. I, can't remember, I can't remember why they left. I think like I can't remember why they left or something. You know, probably probably you know monetary disputes, probably more yeah. than anything else. <laughs> but Sea Beast was amazing. Um, and it had you know it had a very strong you know environmental message as well. I thought that was very good. And I, but again, um. We watched it, and I think you and I, Jamie, we, like we said, we had zero expectations of going. Yeah, oh, and then we loved it. We're going, this, we're going, is we're going this is amazing. Yeah, uh, and I'm yeah, and I'm very, ha- I'm so happy when that happens. When you, there's like this random, yeah. random movies, it's an absolute gem. And yeah, Sea Beast. Yeah, absolutely. We can't forget about that one. Moving on from movies, um, TV series. I'll, I'll I'll briefly touch on that. House of Dragons was the, the surprise of the year. Um, you know, everyone loves Matt Smith. So once again, incest mm-hmm. is popular again because Matt Smith. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I think I think it's very clear with people's um, yeah, yeah. hate for incest. If it's Matt Smith, it doesn't count, so it's fine. I'm like going, that's you know, I thought that I thought he did very well, very very good. If he doesn't win where, some sort of award, the the entire award system is like okay. Where where would you old. place him next to Cavill? Because he has he hasn't had any, any roles like Cavill. He hasn't. I think he's a much stronger. Uh, actually, no. Let's be honest. Okay. I love Henry Cavill, mm-hmm. but Matt Smith could outact him asleep. Really? In a paper bag with both hands tied behind his head. Yeah. Well, he is the reason I got through Morbius. To be honest. Yeah. There is a, <laughs> there is an episode in House of Dragons where he doesn't say a single word. Yeah. And it is the most amazing episode you'll ever see in your life because of his acting. Yeah, he doesn't have to even with his hand gestures, the way he when he looks at someone, he doesn't speak. You, but you know exactly what he's saying. You know exactly what he's thinking, and you know exactly what he's gonna do. It is it is just one of those, just like honestly, it's one of those things that when you watch something, you go like that's the that's the definitely like if you're teaching acting and you're saying how do I how do I show through like non-verbal commands, you go watch that episode. Yeah. Okay, did you get that? Right now, yeah, this is, this is what you <laughs> yeah. this is what you do. Yeah, um, truly, truly uh, um, amazing. And look, yeah, so look, I love Kanra, heavy Kanra. He's charming, great actor, but yeah, nah, Matt Smith is just Matt Smith, all, Matt Smith all the way. 
Yeah, no, I, like I've seen him do different roles. Um, yep, and that's the thing. Matt Smith does because obviously he doesn't have the looks of Cavill. He does have to actually, you know, yeah. when you have the looks, you can <laughs> sometimes not work on your craft. <laughs> Matt Smith is a man without eyebrows. So he must work on his craft constantly. <laughs> um, I'm pretty yeah, sure. No. Has, I'm pretty sure. I don't. I think he's ever said, it, but I'm pretty sure he has that. Con- um, there's a condition. That you lose your eyebrows because he used to have eyebrows. I remember that. No, well, I know there's a condition where where you have zero hair on your body. Yeah, but that's it. But there's also one that just like just the eyebrows, like to to your yeah, so to the eyebrows. Because I'm pretty sure he had eyebrows and lost them. Maybe he just shaved them off. But I would imagine that's more of a disease thing than him just deciding it would be awesome if I didn't have eyebrows. (laughs) Or maybe he's like, you know what? I'm going to prove to people I'm a, I'm, I can act without eyebrows. Well, so you went going, this acting thing's too easy. How can I make like, it more like, challenging? Uh, yeah, well, he watched Tilk in Stargate do the eyebrow raise. And yep. I can do that without eyebrows. <laughs> okay, look, I won't disagree, but I, with that. All right. But, um, so, that, the, 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 so let's just quickly... Wrap it. We won't wrap it up. Let's just talk no, about. The, the, well, we got we got time. Let's talk about video games for a little bit now. All right, video games. Um, God of War. I'll take it. I finished God of War. Uh, recently. Oh, what did you think of the ending? Look, uh, safe. I I felt it was safe. A safe ending. It was, you know. It was, it was a good wrap up of the North Saga, though. I thought it was good. It was a good boss battle. Um, I loved that Atreus is going off. So spoilers. Atreus, you know, is off on his own adventures. Um, that he's growing up. Uh, probably going to return to California with that accent of his. And that. <laughs> but um, no, look, I I liked it. I thought it was great. Uh, the actors in it. Uh-huh. Um, the dude from Lost World, Jurassic Park, Lost World. Yep, yep. Played. Uh, what played... did you think of that take of Odin basically being the mafia don? Like, <laughs> it, was, it was a little weird. You know, um, it feels like, and, like... and it, it took it took some getting used to because of, I'm oversaturated with Marvel, um, mm-hmm. and Heimdall, you know, turns up and I'm going, you're not Idris Elba, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, but you know, by, by the end of it, you know, I was used used to it, and I, lo- I loved that uh, Sif was Sif was perfectly casted. Yeah, um, I, thought that was, I thought that was good casting. Um, the yeah, casted. I don't know the actress's name, but she is um, Drake's wife in Uncharted Four. Ah, uh, yep, 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 yep. Yeah, I forget. I forget her name. Uh, but um, what's well, so, yeah? So you you thought the ending was well, safe? Look, I, I I wasn't shocked. I wasn't surprised. You know, um, mm-hmm. you know, I could have could I could see it coming, essentially. Uh, but it was still it was a good fight. Um, and you know, it wasn't I wasn't disappointed or anything. Hmm, yep, yep, yep. I thought, yeah, I, I think I think you're right. They did. They played it a bit. They played it. They played it safe. I guess, like, I know a lot of people saying, why didn't it win Game of the Year? Because the last one did. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> one because whilst it was a very, 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 very good game, it didn't do anything different really from the first one. Yeah, and Elden Ring. Um, the, the the game that um, yeah. did win Game of the Year was a complete um, 
like a, a complete departure from what they normally do. Like it was an open yeah. world where they didn't do it. It was completely different. So like, I understand why they went, okay, like this is going to win game. This is the game of the year um, over the, over um, that one. But yeah, I think, but is it me? I mean, I think, I didn't think this year was a very great game for you. You probably disagree because you, um, no, well, look, you had a few more things to play that I didn't sort of really yeah. play. Um, no. Well, Horizon uh, Forbidden West came out, and I, you know I played that three three times through. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed that. That's right. Yes, yeah, I like. I don't know why I didn't like. I didn't like. I liked the first one, but I wasn't like. Well, again, well, the first one was unique, never been done before. Yeah. Um, like you, you knew how much it blew my mind the first one. Oh yeah, yeah, you were like, shut you know, about it. I was just like, oh, I still want to shut up about it. Um, you know, and then I'm playing it, and then there's a family friend that looks exactly like Aloy when Aloy. she was a kid, and I was just like, and every time I see her now, I'm just like Aloy. I gave her a Christmas card, and I was like, Merry Christmas, Aloy. You know, I just, wow. <laughs> I just got, I, I just lean right in, um, and she's like, ah, um, but she looked exactly like her. Um, is that is that exactly the ha 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 she does where she's like eh. yeah 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 like going like oh when are you gonna fight machines yeah yeah does, does she like does she like at least know a little oh, yeah. no she knows like she she's seen me playing it you know and her brother playing it and that but it's it, yeah it's funny she should I mean, take that as a compliment um, I know she should because I said when when you turn nineteen I'm going to <laughs> I'll give you the bow and arrow and dress you up you cosplay it um, yeah no but look look and look the second one all they did was just make the world bigger and like it got it's ridiculous like that video you sent me of like you know that, that girl that watches her boy uh, boyfriend play games is like a, does yeah, a yeah, channel yeah. and she's like what are you doing that go around get that get like it's just too too much stuff to do you got to do yeah. this you got to get girlfriend that. reviews love you that know? channel um, it's a great channel yeah so, so that was true but then there's like you know the, the, you could fly in this one you could you know it was a lot harder to kill machines and and this the story was, you know, decent. Some mm-hmm. cool, cool twists. Some it, it became more, you know, university. I guess you could say. Um, yeah. And, and look, it was it, 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 but it didn't have the magic of the first one. But I still loved it because it was a great game to play. Um, yeah. Now, question. Yes. Do you want them to make another one, or would you want them to move? Would you want that studio to move on to do something else? No, I reckon, I reckon one more. It feels like a trilogy because they left it open again. It it feels like a trilogy, but I, I'd only want one more. Okay. To be honest, I mean, if they do another two, I'd still play play them. You know, um, un, un, unless it ends up being the last of us two, then I'll play it once. <laughs> you <know>? Now, <laughs> you mentioned it. <laughs> do you want to? Uh, like again, I like. I'm not going to talk about it because I think you're right, Jamie. Um, when the first one came out, when I finished the first one, I said, I don't want another one. Yeah. And I stand by that they shouldn't have done another one. And I, and, but I do get like they're a company that wants to make money. Yeah. So if something does well, they're going to make something, another one. Yeah. But I just like, for, for the, like, and, and, and I am a, and I love capitalism, as you know, Jamie. <laughs> yes. You, you, know, yes. you know, I love capitalism. You know I love capitalism, mm-hmm. but I do. I would love them to say no. We're done. This will. This is art. It's going to stand yeah. on its own. We are not doing it another one. Yeah. I would love them just to take the balls to take that stance and be like, no. No, well, the problem, we did it. We nailed problem, it. The problem with the second one is 
they had a great idea. They just didn't stick the landing. Like I could see it working, but they didn't. They didn't want it. It's almost like they didn't want it to work. <laughs> you know, like the concept was cool, but then they just threw in all this. Is it that San they Francisco didn't want stuff. it to work, or is it simply that um, and that they don't understand? Like, like I'm not, I'm not going to get into all the the, the, the political details, <laughs> yeah. the details of, of it, but yeah. I felt like I, felt, I saw some arg- arguments online where where there like where, where there's people saying like there is no way in a post-apocalyptic things could a woman put on that much muscle mass because that's yeah. just not possible. Yeah. And it, and someone said, oh no, I can do that now, and I, all I have to do is eat vitamins, supplements, and steroids, and get that. Like- it's like yes, but. <laughs> Does she did she have access to the supplements? Because I've known I've known some friends who went to the gym yeah. and were gym rats, and they tell me as a female when they missed a single session of a gym or multiple sessions, their body would start burning off the, the muscle. Like yeah, their body would just start like purging yeah. it as quickly as possible. Yeah. And they'll I they just because she was almost certain she could beat me because I'm lazy yeah. as shit. Yeah. But then she then she goes, "Did you used to work out when you're younger, Chris?" And yes. And she goes, "Yeah, your body is." You can tell you can tell that you still have that somewhat strength. Your body still retained it because of your yeah. testosterone. I'm like, yeah, I know. Isn't that isn't that, un, isn't that unfair yeah, that you yeah. work out? I don't, yeah. and I still yeah. maintained strength. Now, not not to defend. I really don't want to defend the Last of Us too because it was a train wreck. Um, but she does that character does play the daughter of a doctor. So theoretically, maybe she could get some of those supplements for a little bit but okay. not look not for you know initially but um i think i think that's just look again and am i and are we reading too much into it because it's you know any other day it's just a fucking story like it's like yeah, you know, yeah. um but again it's one of those, it's they're also trying to base it in real world and so if you yeah. like because you're trying to base in real world when i when when you have something that doesn't go fit into the real world i'm gonna ask yeah. i'm gonna ask a question where it's going yeah. hey like yeah. I like the fact that, like, again, people said, oh, I don't like how she beat killed Joel. Like, oh, well, no, it's like it's the kind of game where Joel Wood's gonna die. Like, that's just, yeah, like that was telegraphed. And that's like from, a real, that's a real world thing. And uh, the, that's, that's telegraphed that, from, that... from the beginning. But like, the, like, like I, think, I think they were saying, like, how she did it or how it came across where, like, she was so much stronger than him. And going, well, you know, at that point, yes, congratulations, 20 year old. Girl, you beat up a seventy-year-old man. Like, yeah, yeah, pretty much. You feel like, yeah, you feel tough. Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. But again, it's like I can see what they're trying to do, and it could have worked if they did it right. Oh yeah, look, I I, I love the idea of you got one character you know and love. Yeah, and then it flips to you know you have to play as the character that just killed Joe. And then at the end, you know, big boss fight. Like you got, and you have that tension of like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want any of these characters to die. But the new character, Abby, I think her name is, she mm-hmm. just wasn't that likable, you know. And so and if, that, you, spend, and that's if also... you spent, if you spent time trying to make make me like that character, if you nailed that, then that. that no, but, but I think good. in their minds they did. That's the problem. Yeah. I think in their minds that you should have liked her. Yeah. But it's like going, yeah, but you didn't earn our life. Like, you didn't earn no. but the, But in their mind, they're going, no, you should have liked it because, you know, I, yeah. because she's the new character. It's like, that's not how liking works. Yeah, no, no. Uh, but yeah, like again, I could see what they're trying to do. Um, 
if they probably had everyone that was involved in the first, <laughs> maybe they would have landed it, but they just did not stick to the landing. Yep, and it still did well. Like apparently, it still like did very well in terms no, of sales. Yeah, well, it would have been the hype because it'd been like, oh, Last of Us Two, you know? Yeah, yeah. and then it would have been like, oh. <laughs> did, did it even come out this year? Or was that to come out last? Year? I can't remember. No, it right. may have come out twenty twenty one. Let me find out. Yeah, okay. Because I, I, I can't, like, honestly, I don't even remember. No, I, I don't, because I, I played it once. I literally played it once. Yeah, yeah, cool. Was there anything else that you sort of, was that, that you played this year? Like, those that came out no, this year? No, I'm, I'm playing FIFA at the moment. Yeah, same. I, I, I play, I, play it once every four years when the World Cup happens. Yep, yep, I agree. <laughs> um, the, you know, I like the, love the World Cup. Australia did, did very well. Um, my favorite thing on the World Cup was all the again. It was, you know, all of the Australian fans who probably never seen Messi in his life, like like constantly like going, "Oh, where's Messi?" on the sideline. Like you see the, the footage of them at the stadium. Yeah. Oh, so they were chanting, "Where is Messi?" Like the clap, 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 clap. Where is? And then you see him touch the ball and score, and they go, "Oh, oh, oh they're going, yeah, that's how he plays." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he he observes the game, and then when he t- sees the moment, he strikes. Yeah. He, yeah. Like like that's yeah. that's how he plays, um, but. FIFA, I, I did enjoy. I, I am also playing FIFA. Uh, I, I sort of switched between career. And I, I have two modes going. I have a manager yeah. mode and a like, um, yeah, uh, single like a like a yeah. single player mode. Yeah. Yeah. Like the single player mode, I, I do enjoy the. I, I, it's really funny. I like I like playing that mode more since when I want to, just because I want to play the game. But the management I like more because I like to buy and sell players and, tr- and train them and like yeah. all this all the yeah. like yeah. like trying to negotiate like these deals with these clubs. That's the more like that's the, that's the more fun yeah. side of things. Yeah, I'm a, I think I'm about to do that soon. But uh, before we go on, Last of Us Two came out in 2020, so oh look, so two, like, years ago. two years but, ago. Um, yeah, but now with FIFA, um, you know, I'm so freaking annoyed because you know I've leveled up my character. I'm currently at 94. How did you get 93? So um, because apparently there's easy ways to do it. It depends what you. What did you like? What did you do? What is what, what was your you thing? Pu- what's what's the? It's where you where you put all the skill points into your character. If you do it a certain way, then you get perks. Um, <sighs> if you choose a certain playing style, you get perks. Um, so I'm Ma- I'm Maverick because you got Maverick. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Virtual and then yeah. So I'm a, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm not sure how you like. How many seasons have you played now? <laughs> like four. I'm up, I'm up to the. I, I got up to the FIFA World Cup, the next FIFA World. Cup. Oh, okay. You're, um, you're, you're way ahead of where I am. Yeah. So that, okay, and then you know sense. what happened? I what? got to FIFA World Cup. I got to the semi-finals. Yep. And then I got injured, and then oh. you're off, and then and then you're like you're off for seven months. Oh, so you, oh, that was a serious injury. So that wasn't even that wasn't even yeah. like a little injury. That's yeah. like a. And it was literally I had to play seven months, just going sim sim match sim match. Sim match, sim match, and I'm watching my club just get annihilated. Uh, you know, which, which club did you choose? <laughs> oh well, I look. This is how I start. I start small, and then I want to go. You know, so, so one, you, yeah. You, yeah. So I started as you know, uh, Western Sydney Wanderers. You know? Oh, you, so, oh, you, oh, you went actually local. Like you started. I local. went local, Australian oh, nice. character, local, and then you know, I'm smashing it, and like you know, <laughs> I think I'm on world class setting now, and I'm still you know, uh, winning, winning, you know comfortably good not not like 20 nil 10 nil or something yeah yeah yeah. Um, but that's but, what that's what, that's what i told you i said immediately don't do like yeah. pro or like semi-pro because like the scores in those ones are just <laughs> yeah 
yeah, it it, it was yeah, but um, yeah, but no, but no, but I start, I start I start a small club, and then I want to build up to my career, and now I'm, I've requested transfer, and it's been like a season. Yeah, I'm going like, why why haven't you put me on the and like, is it because I'm playing too freaking good, um, you know, and I just like I just want to be transfer, and all these little things pop up and say, hey, I oh. What's your response to these transfer rumors? And I go, so I'm clearly on the transfer list, but no one wants. No one wants you. <laughs> no, no one wants this this, you know, messy kind of player because that's the kind of player I've created, right? Oh, I did the same. I created um, Messi. I created Messi as yeah. best I can. But then, oh, you know what really pisses me off? This, this will probably annoy annoy a lot of people. Is you know how you have your perks? Yeah. Like. And then you can invest in this and you can invest in that and you can earn you know, your money back and yep, yep, yep. invest in a mobile app. Or, yeah, uh, video. Yeah, yeah. I like the fact that you could invest in a video game. Yep. Um, and then it'll tell you, is this investment hot, uh, risky? Uh, low, yeah. medium, high. Low, medium, high, yeah. And then it goes, invest in renewable energy. <laughs> and it's like, risk is low. <laughs> and, I'm going um... like, and I'm like, um... Okay, are you you pushing uh, the, uh, the, uh, the the climate agenda, uh, FIFA, are you? But also, like, uh, the risk is not low. <laughs> the risk is it really is high. Not. Right now, yeah. It's like, and look, I'm all for, re- to get political, I'm all, I'm all for renewable energy. If you spend the time, you know, building it up, you know, look, working I'm, on it. I'm all for moving right? away from coal. It's called nuclear. That's clean energy. Again, yeah, 100%. That's where you get clean energy. But um, yeah, look, I think you'll I think you'll enjoy manager mode. Don't but yeah. look, honestly, don't start at the the Western Sydney Wanderers. No, if no, look, if I'm a manager, I won't. Start okay. like start no, with, like, like start in the EPL, pick pick a lower grade EPL team. But if I am a player, mm-hmm. starting at the player, I'm going to do the hero's journey. I'm going to start at some small little club. Some eighteen-year-old kid, and then he gets noticed. That's what's supposed to happen. You're supposed to get noticed because you're playing like a, like a, like a god. And then they go, "Hey, come play for, you know, the Premier League." Or see, that's what that's that's what I did. I just made my character English, and so he started at Leeds, and so then that was that was so he, that was his, <laughs> yeah. So that was his that was his hero that was his hero's journey. And I play on world class, and I score like as like I scored, I scored like. Um, I so like I think it was like thirty goals in my first um, yeah. tilt out, but then also, then like then for some stupid I can't remember what, what I did wrong. I must have like I don't something really weird because then like I, I got benched for like seven games in the next season because like <laughs> but they, they, like there was no explanation of why that happened. Was, if you they, punch someone, in the I have face. no idea. <laughs> Eventually, then there was reports coming out saying like you know oh the like the manager's in trouble. I'm going yeah because he benched me and I'm like you know, like, you know, like like like. I'm the top goal scorer in the EPL, and they just benched me for the next season. Why? Yeah, yeah. it's uh, like when I, when I got when I got injured, and then I come back after seven months off. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got you, you're back on the subs list. Oh yeah, yeah. They're going like your top player is on the sub. Uh, yeah, but um, but still, look, but look. I, I, having said that, yeah, like I buy I buy FIFA so rarely. Yeah, no, like I buy it every four years. Like I think the last time I was like really impressed by FIFA was when they did a story mode and you played a character from, and. And it was a little kid that was in a play. You had to do like a penalty shootout as a kid, and, oh, nice. and then he and then he goes on the journey to you know to the career, and and that was fantastic. And I think they did that once or twice, and then they went back to normal. Because um, it's very like it takes a lot of work to do that. Yeah, and like the payoff is like 
Yeah, it's not like some like it's not really there. Like no, not not one that's out every year. No, no. Like um, two K two K do it probably better than everyone anyone else. But obviously, two K do like a bazillion microtransactions, so they have all the, they have all the money <laughs> in the world. Yeah. Where the the NBA player career each time is different. There's a storyline that runs through the season, and yeah. like it's and it's actually like you you got to do certain things, and it actually matters. The storyline actually matters in terms of yeah. your career development. And it's very it's very well done. They get very fancy actors, mm-hmm. but then like you see how much that game like that game charges players to do literally anything. And so like they have tons of money. So like understand <laughs> so, it's, it. so it's like that that um Kevin Costner's Water World on The Simpsons. Pretty much. Like please please enter four quarters. Yeah. And then he moves like four steps. Game over. <laughs> please yeah. enter. Pretty <laughs> much. Because in that in that game and you know um in, in 2K to make your character better, you actually have to pay for stats points. Uh... You can earn them, quote unquote. And take a bazillion years, yeah. But then your the storyline says you are the top rated college player that was drafted in the third 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 pick in the draft, mm. starting player. And you look at your stats like sixty overall, and you're going, I'm in the I'm gonna get killed. And so if yeah. you don't play, if you don't pay money, the story doesn't really work out for you. And it fails. Yeah. So it's like yeah. it's it, so you know. So I I do I do actually appreciate that. FIFA hasn't done that with its single player stuff, so like uh, you know, I'll, I'll give them that. I'll give them yeah. that um, props. I don't yeah. give people. I don't. I don't like EA in general. EA but games. Yeah. I'll give them. I'll give them that. Say so that's that's yeah. good. Well, any final thoughts, Chris? Any last minute movies or TV shows or things that happened in twenty twenty two? That no, I think twenty twenty two was. The year that we were all just was hoping it was going to go quickly because you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, all of the games I want to play come out next year, um, which is obviously Final Fantasy, Diablo. You know, they're all they're all mm-hmm. the next year. They're all the next year. Um, Mandalorian season three is next year. Oh yeah, cool. Um, cool. so basically next year is the year that I'm going. Okay, this is where you know, this is where the things come out. Um, having said that. Memorable moments this year. Good. It was still. It was still a fun year. It, it was good to get out of the house after like a thousand years of lockdown. <laughs> I can't wait for when they decide to put us all back in our cages. Twenty twenty five, mate. That's my prediction. End of twenty twenty three. No, nah, too soon. I reckon too they're soon? gonna. They're, they're gonna. You got people have to forget. Yeah, no, that's a fair point. <laughs> yeah, you gotta give them some time to go. What happened? Yeah, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta let them forget, and then like they go. You know, I was thinking about that whole thing. Not to get, not to get political. <laughs> my final, my final thought is the government. Mm. People say the government has your best interest at heart. It doesn't. If there was a room full of hundred government officials. And someone came in and said, I'll give you each $50, but one of your citizens would have to die. You know what the first question they're going to ask is? If four die, do we get $200? (laughs) Prove me wrong. (laughs) And on that note, um, if you have any stories, send to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. If you have any death threats uh, <laughs> still send them to the true and the fictional at gmail.com if you are a politician um, and you disagree with my opinion probably, on you you're probably retrospectively sending us an email right now um, 
uh, the true and the fictional at gmail uh, the true and the fictional at gmail.com check us out on instagram uh, stories underscore podcasts we have some uh, reels we put up snippets from episodes and um, occasional posts but um and before we sign off though thank you all those who continue to support us download us um, and you know we do this because you know for for because it's fun and we're helping obviously when Jamie wants to help authors launch their career but we wouldn't keep doing it if there wasn't an audience yeah so the fact that you guys continually download that makes us actually continually do it but if you want us to you know do more put more effort <laughs> into things <laughs> a little more effort <laughs> put more like do more like I actually we actually have a few ideas to do like um like uh, audio dramas on this channel and other things like that but what would help us sort of like again you know pull the trigger on some of those decisions um would be obviously you know if you guys you know share 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 the podcast with you with um, people you know comment help us in, increase traffic and then yeah we can then definitely um, look at things we can improve on and uh, add yep. more add more shows into the uh, next year don't, don't be afraid to reach out because we we uh we love hearing from you guys and make sure that you make your new year's resolutions realistic <laughs> and not ridiculous the gym doesn't count all right yeah look going to the gym if that's your news resolution that's the first one you should forget about because you're not going to get it so just accept that yeah as long as you can accept you're not going to go to the gym as and then you know then you can you can rule that one off you can move that one off the <laughs> of your of your decision tree then find the thing that you really want to look at and change make that your new year's resolution indeed and on that note and on that note we bid you adieu adieu